Welcome to another episode of Congratulations. It's episode number whatever it is. I don't ever really know. I know there's 200 something, but uh, that's it. Uh, we are now. You know, it's been honestly the, uh, the the podcast has been doing really well. It's been getting higher and higher uh, clicks and views, and now we got that new. Uh, um, podcast called lifeline with me and my brother out on the same channel so subscribe to this channel if you're not and you can get that podcast too it'll be notified when it comes out um and um let me do some uh well okay so i'm do i'm gonna be in phoenix so i've added another show in phoenix uh the second show in phoenix that i'm doing uh, celebrity theater april 30th so get your tickets at crystalia.com there let's fill up that second show and uh, all the babies come out, and we're going to have a good time. Uh, we loved it. I just did Irvine, and it was really great. Um, 3,000 of you came out. So uh, I'm just, uh, I'm so, I feel a lot of gratitude. But before I get into that, um, yeah, we got merch, crystalia.com. Go for all your merch. Get that oops grenade merch, the, uh, the don't push me shit. I wore that on my Irvine show. That shit actually looks very nice. That's a very Americana vibe with the hat, too. Um, so you can go out and support the show, crystalia.com, get some merch, pick uh, and uh, pick your favorite shit and get some merch, and that always helps uh, you. You know, that just basically funds the log cabin, right? It funds the gra- It funds the, the landscaping bill outside of the log cabin in the green grass, right? It funds the, the grass being nice and tall and luscious and, and, um, and uh, you know, when we, when we sit around in white sharing ideas. Um, but yeah, dude, um, you know, I'm feeling okay. I actually feel really nauseous. There's been a heat wave and then it got cool again. So I wore a sweatshirt when it's hot out and a fucking t-shirt when it's cold out. Cause I never know what it is. And I always go with the day before and I should actually go open a window and I don't, but it's all good. Um, and you know, we're keeping it nice. The temperature's good in my house. So I'm happy, you know, um, and, uh, I've been nauseous, been nauseous every other day for no reason. Yes, dude. Oh, he's been nauseous for fucking every other day. Why? Who knows? He drinks too much coffee, but will he stop? No, he won't stop because he needs to drink coffee because he may get nauseous. But if he stops drinking coffee, he gets a headache. Oh, he's got a caffeine addiction, among other addictions. Oh, he's got so many addictions and it's all good, but he's got so many addictions. It's a good thing he never tried to do to do weed or do meth or do fucking cocaina because, oh my God, you'd see so much Bolivian marching powder marching down his nose. Oh my God. You'd see so much, dude. I would show up with the fucking, like I was eating a fucking crawler to every, just meetings. People be like, what's going on? I'd be like, nothing, just eating donuts. Why? What's up? Just eating donuts. Is that Coke? No, I was eating a jelly powdered fucking donut, which is what I said. Whoa, let's get going on this fucking meeting. Um... So yeah, dude, the world is healing. I know Russia and Ukraine are at war, but the world is healing. And uh, let me tell you why. It, uh, it, uh, the world went to shit. I think, honestly, the world went to shit again. I mean, 2020 was bad, but then also 2021 was bad, but then now it's 2022. And uh, I mean, I was Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncut Jazz. Right. And that happened. So, And I know I'm late on this. This happened a while ago, right? This happened, what, fucking in March? And it's April. This happened in March or something. But you can't just say Hanukkah charms, right? 
This is, by the way, this is this is definitely why Kanye West broke up with Julia Fox because she said, "Han Kachams," and I know everyone is on fucking TikTok and Twitter and all the shit making fun of it, and I skipped over it because I was like, I'm not sure, but it keeps on fucking tugging in the back of my mind, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Are you like me? Do you get hung up on something? Do things get stuck in your mind like it's a goddamn song, but really it's just something that somebody said? Or it irked you, right? You get a hankering to bring it up on the episode, and I did. I finally did, dude. Why? Because she fucking said. I mean, I was Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncajab. Right. Dude. But what is a muse is what she asks. But what is a muse is what she asks. And then Julia Fox took it back the most egotistical way and said, well, I was, I was Josh Hafti's But that's not necessarily the definition of a muse, is it? No, but Josh Hafti's muse Oh, look, Zonka gems in there, okay? It's like my old manager. Look, 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 look. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's muse in there. He obviously had a muse, okay? It's fine, but... Uh, Talking like that is crazy. It's like beyond Valley Girl. It's like beyond Valley Girl. And then I, I don't even understand. <laughs> Dude. Hanukkah jams. Han- Hanukkah jams is what she says. Hanukkah jams. Dude. Havana gila, Havana gila. Don't know how it goes, huh? Havanagila, like that fucking old, uh, what was it? Uh, what was the fucking old in living color when they would go, ha, Havanagila, have a tortilla. Dude, fucking J- David Allen Gurr is so funny, dude. He is my muse and I'm kachams. Anyway, dude, she really said that shit that way. She really said that shit that way. If she was a fucking, if she was a baller, she would capitalize on that. She'd come out with Hankachams fucking makeup or something. Hanka Jams, a fucking, or just Hanka Jams, the new fucking, now that that's, that's what I call music. New Hanka Jams. Hanka Jams from Julia Fox. New Hanka Jams. Hanka Jams. And it would be like all fucking music that was just really hot jams. It would be like, y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. That one would definitely be on there. Dude, every now that that's what I call music, we had fucking that song from DMX on it. I don't even care if it came out in the 80s. Now that's what I call music. Now, Hanka Jams. Grooves in the heart. Grooves in the heart. Hanka Jams. Hanka Jams. Pop up power 106. Hanka Jams. Dude, I always like that fucking uh, on Power 106. I don't even know if it's around anymore because I have Sirius because I don't fucking listen to the radio anymore because the radio has ads and I don't want to listen to ads. Fuck yeah, 2022. That's when we live in. And uh, so so the fucking Power 106, like there was, I remember there was a song, I never forget it, man. You never know when something's going to happen that's going to that's gonna, that's gonna take you, you're going to take with the rest of your life, right? Like you're just riding along, having a good time or a bad time and you're just chilling and then all of a sudden somebody says something or somebody does something and you're like, hey, get on in here and be with me for the rest of my life, right? And I'm fucking driving along at life and I'm having a good time and Power 106 goes, pa pa power 106, power power 106, world premiere, pa pa power 106, world premiere, pa pa power 106. And the world premiere was Get Your Head Out Your Ass Playboy was the song, which I fucking don't even know what that song is at this point. This is like 20 years later, but it went like this. Get 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 your head out your get 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 your head out your ass, Playboy. 
Dude, don't get the whitest guy ever to do it. Or do, but if you do, know deep down that's what you're doing and own it because Power 106 was still, back then, trying to appeal to the fucking suburban whites, trying to fucking be... And, and honestly, that's a little bit racist. That's a little bit racist. Get a guy who's actually fucking talking to someone saying, get your head out your ass, playboy, to do the promo. Otherwise, you're whitewashing it. So we figured it out. Honestly, we solved we solved racism. Now, we do it 20 years later, but it's fine. We do it. Get 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 your head out your ass. Power 106. Get, 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 get your world premiere. Get, get, get out. Get your head out your ass, playboy. Why, why, does, why is this stutter, you know? Power 106. Every time I would. And I've kept that with me for the rest of my life, dude. Sometimes just I'll be driving along and I'll just go, get, get, get your head out your ass, playboy. So... That's fine. That's my mind. And I feel like you have stuff like that too. Han Kachams. And that's one of them. When she said that, I go like this. Get in here. And I and I stay driving. And now I got Papa Bauer 106. Get 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 your head out your ass, Playboy. Han Kachams. 30% of this podcast so far has just been sounds. Anyway, that's fine, dude. It's fine. Han Kachams. This fucking chick, though, I never really did a deep dive with this chick, and it's un- fucking believable dude this girl's unreal in the best way but i can't like i okay so here we go look we're gonna watch this shit right here she goes like this what do you want to do that's her dream project oh my god my book of course eh, eh, eh. Oh, first of all she sounds like every chicken la go ahead yeah well i don't want to give too much of it away because oh, I... you don't want to give too much away because it's you don't know what to say about it you know what i mean you don't know because it's not really fleshed out and let me guess let me guess you don't know what to say about your book because it's not really fleshed out. Why? Because you're not a writer. Why? Because you're just an actress. But really, why are you writing a book? Because you dated Kanye. Eh? Sir? Sad. Eh? Sir? Capitalizing on a moment, dude. Han Kacha. Very superstitious. superstitious. Eh. Eh. Let's stop. Let's go back a little bit. Superstitious. Now, listen, obviously, she just misspoke, and that's fine, dude. That is fine. So she corrected herself saying superstitious, okay? Don't, I don't like to speak of things before they're finished. But guess what, though? Guess what about superstitions? Guess what? They don't exist, right? You ever walk under a ladder and then your dad died? No. And even if it did, it wasn't because you walked under the ladder. I still don't walk under the ladder just in case there's some other fucking sort of um, metaphysical thing going on um, in the world. So far, a masterpiece. <laughs> about your own book that you didn't write and you're not a writer. Ha! Robert Frost turned over in his grave. Robert Frost poems suck, you know? Um, Robert, Frost, uh, Robert Frost poems you know, you want to do that's your dream project. Oh my god, my hey, guy, clear your throat first of all. Anything you want to do <laughs> this fucking cirrhosis of the liver, anyway, you're about to die from fucking cirrhosis of the liver. Hey, anything you want to do? Anything you want to do? What's wrong with everyone, dude? This is variety, you know. Anything you want to do? Wow, Hanka jams. If I ever heard one, you know what I mean? It was like a memoir, but now it's my first. Dude, it's fucking honestly not um, not good to buy her book, okay? Let's just be real, okay? Let me tell you, let me go on a let me go out on a limb here that I'm pretty sure about. You get her book, 
you piece of shit, right? You're the first to go. Ain't that right? You're the front line. You're the guy. You, you got, if there's ever a war of the world, you got to be in the front line. So you get ratatatat and we all fucking figure out what to do in case the shit goes down and our plan is wrong, right? If we have a front, you're the front line. You buy Julia fucking Fox's book, you're in the front line. That's what's up. You're the front line in case we have a war of the worlds and our plan may not work. Ratatat all studded up in your body, dude. And you die, and then we reassess the situation, and we go, fuck, man, we have so many casualties. And they say, yeah, but it's cool because really we only lost the people in this world who bought Julia Fox's book. What was the, oh my God, who was that? No, 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 Julia Fox? From You're talking about Julia Fox from Pretty Woman? No, that was Julia Roberts. Who are you talking about? Oh, you're talking about Zastavsky's moves and fucking Hank Anyway, dude, it's kind of a master, man. Gunk. <laughs> what if that's what it did after the end of every fucking one of her sentences? You know, I was Josh Safty's Mills and Uncle Cha. <laughs> wow dude this podcast has only been 35 percent sound so far but it's all good we did irvine last week and it was great dude and i say week because it was crystalia and friends we had gabby lamb we had uh eric griffin mike Lenochi. we had fuck we had different people too who else did we have actually we had uh, adam ray um and we had Hormoz Rashidi and we had some good people on the show. It was really fun, man. We had a really good time. I love doing those shows, man. Three thousand of you came out. We did six shows. Would have done a Sunday, but there was a fucking British comedian that had the Sunday show and he sold it out and I'm sure he killed it and that's great. Props to him. But I wish I did the Sunday show, would have had two more, would have done eight shows. But it's all good because I got oh, I'm doing a show in Hollywood actually coming up, uh April twenty seventh, uh Crystalia and Friends. I'll be at the Hollywood Improv. Get your tickets there. But yeah, man, I'm just getting ready for this Phoenix show, really. Crystalia.com for tickets. Crystalia.com for tickets. Um, so we did Irvine, and it was a lot of fun. We went out. We got the new With Chris video out there on the uh, the Irvine With Chris, on the road with Chris. And um, I, had a good, I had a good time, man. I really... Man, Irvine is just a great fucking place to do stand-up, huh? Just fucking super white, super Asian, and that's it. That's it. Everyone else just drives by or is on my show. Eric Griffin. Honestly, what race is Eric Griffin? First of all, but second of all, he's the same race as The Rock, whatever that is. But second of all, dude, it's unbelievable how white and how Asian Irvine is. I don't understand why it's only white and Asian, but hey, look, it's all good. White and Asians were at my show and there were very, very few others. And that's fine, dude. We're a melting pot. Even if we aren't with our skin, we are with our minds because we have really great ideas and we love each other and there's no racism at my shows, okay? Um, but we, we did Irvine and guess what happened, dude? We did Irvine. I got out of Irvine late at night with the my, my, my buddy uh, CY, right? He's a great guy. Packed up the car, drove home Saturday night end of the shows. It was about 1130, right? Fucking started the car. You know, it's real throaty, right? Like my shit is just so throaty. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? 
I know I have car, I have a car that isn't so throaty, but that's by design, right? Because it's a little eco-friendly. But I've also, I took the throaty mobile, didn't I? This time I took the throaty mobile and it looks, you know, it's nice. It's sleek. It's black. And it was super clean today too. Plus I got the clear bra. Fuck. And it's not so eco-friendly, but it's black on black on black. Oh my God, dude. And it's low. How low is it? It's practically underground, dude. Is this, what the fuck? Did we start digging? When we're sitting in the car, we look at each other, we go, did we start digging? Why? Because are we underground? No. And then I start it up and you go, does this car have a neck? And we say, why? And then somebody in the back says, because it sure sounds throaty. I start it up and and it goes, right? And and all of a sudden someone's like, "Who, who fucking invited the Rough Riders, right? Now, so I pull out, okay? I pull out of the Irvine Improv and I do... Right, and, and I fucking, you know what I mean? Like the back tires have to catch up to the front because that's just how I drive, right? When I pull out of a good weekend. And so I pull out and I go the wrong way because no matter what I do, no matter how many times I play Irvine Improv at the Irvine Spectrum, no matter what, when I pull out, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where the five freeway is. I don't know where the five freeway is. And when I get off the five freeway and when I get to the Irvine spectrum, I don't know where the Irvine improv is. So I'm fucking traveling around trying to find the shit, right? So I get out the Irvine improv and I fucking, right? And I'm trying, my back wheels are trying to catch up to my front wheels, right? And the car's acting real throaty, you know? We're above some shoulders in this bitch. And so I go the wrong way. I realize I go the wrong way because I click it into the fucking, what do you call it? Um... What do you call it? The fucking navigation. Now, guess what we do know, okay? Spoiler alert, navigation systems. When a car's real throaty, navigation systems and the fucking, and the technology inside the car, when a, when a, when a car happens to be throaty as shit, the technology in the car takes a back seat, right? Because these cars are known for being throaty, okay? So when you start a car, the louder it goes, the more lost you might end up getting because the technology isn't there. And that's fine because we got the technology in the other car with the bloody guts. Okay? So I go the wrong way. I'm throaty all over and trying to get to the five. I got to take a U-turn. And guess what your boy does in the throat mobile? Guess what your boy does in the throat mobile? He doesn't fucking, he, right? Like, especially late at night when no one's around, if a red light is a red light, especially if it's an arrow, he kind of disobeys it and he just keeps going, right? Because nobody's around and it's not even a true red light. It's one of those arrow red lights, which is kind of bitch. They're kind of bullshit, right? Because you should know when you're able to take a left or not, right? I don't need the fucking whoever operates traffic lights, like the government telling me, you know? So... I have to take a U-turn. I make an illegal U-turn, and all of a sudden, behind me, it's Christmas. It's Christmas, dude. Twinkle, twinkle behind me, I see, and I don't feel anything, man. I don't feel anything. I don't think it's because I'm a sociopath, but it's because I'm, I haven't got a ticket in a while, right? Now, I don't know if you know this about me, but in my early 20s to my late 20s, I would get a ticket almost, almost every two months. And it wasn't because I was speeding. Sometimes it was because I was speeding, but sometimes it was because I was doing something stupid, like texting with my phone or doing an illegal U-turn or something, drifting. I would drift a lot, dude. I drift so much because I drive a lot of late at night shit and you know, you're not going to hit another car. So I drift, right? It was to- Tokyo Drift, but very, very slowly for me, right? I wouldn't go very fast, but I would drift in and out like I was just kind of like 
getting to the racetrack. Tokyo Drift on the way to the racetrack. So I got lots of tickets. In fact, I got so many tickets and I would pay them all and I would never go to court because I'm not going to do that, right? I would just pay the ticket. And then what would happen was one time I found out that my license was suspended, but I found out it was suspended for six months, but I found out seven months later. So a month (laughs) before that, it had been reinstated and I had no fucking idea, dude. Dude, I had no idea. I didn't have a license for six months and I was still fucking keeping it. I was still in my car. I was still in my car driving to different places, dude. I had no fucking idea. If I got pulled over, I would have been cuffed up, dude, and walked away. I had no idea. I didn't have a license, but I kept driving anyway. And thank God I didn't get pulled over that point. But anyway, I get pulled over again. Now, I don't feel any type of way about this. Maybe like 30% because I'm a sociopath, but also 30% because I know I haven't gotten a ticket in a while and they're not going to revoke my license. And I've also got a thing in the back of my head where when this guy pulls me over, I wonder if he's going to be a nice cop because I'm super nice when the cops show up, right? I'm super nice. I don't say shit like, yeah, officer. I say, hey, man, I'm sorry, dude. So the guy rolls up and I say to see why I say roll down the window because they fucking it's tinted. I don't want to get a picture for, you know, I got to keep it tinted. It's a throat mobile, right? So, so the cop shows up and he says, he leans in and he leans in and he takes a few extra seconds to even talk. So I'm like, oh shit, I have no idea what's going on. Right? Like usually they come up and they're like license and registrations or like, Hey, do you have any idea what you were doing? He shows up and he waits a few seconds and he says, Is this the Bloody Guts Mobile? The OCPD, there's some babies. We've got some blue, we've got some blue babies out there near the beach. Shit. Guess what? It's Sergeant Baby in it. Oh, God. It's Sergeant Elder Baby in it. Oh. He says, Is this the bloody guts mobile? And then I go like this Ah, get out of here, man. And he says, Yeah, man. I said, No, get out of here. Really? You know my shit? And he said, I was at the show on Thursday. Oh, God, he saw me level a room two nights before. I wanted to be like, were you one of the people that stood up afterwards? So that's what he says. And I say, oh man. And I fucking felt bad. I felt extra bad. I really did. I felt extra bad because he now is obviously in this position where it's like, shit, if he's going to give me a ticket, he's obviously going to feel bad because he likes my comedy and shit. So I said to him right there, I said, listen, man, I understand if you got to give me a ticket. I know I did an illegal U-turn and it was bullshit and it was wrong and I'm sorry. And he said, you know what? And he looks out and he's like, I'm actually on my way to another call. So... Just keep it safe, huh? And I said, okay. 
in the throat mobile dude fuck yeah man yes got out of that one dude it's the only time it ever worked and then guess what dude i'm coming back from the coffee bean today oh is this is this what i think it is chris yeah yeah it is guys i'm coming back from the coffee bean today and i'm fucking driving next to three cop cars now why are they in a row i don't know but the thing about cops being in a row is you know that they're not going to pull you over because they feel badass driving together okay so i'm driving next to the cop car and i'm doing the thing where i'm like well look you know i don't know if i don't want to speed i don't want to go too slow right because i don't want him to because one time a cop pulled me over for driving gingerly he said hey do you know why i pulled over i said no he said well you were driving rather gingerly and then i was in my head i was thinking oh that's okay isn't isn't it and then i thought maybe it's not and then i actually thought do i even know what gingerly means like i had no fucking idea what was happening and he said no it's okay i just had to i just thought you were driving too well that maybe you seemed to be overcompensating because you were drunk driving and i was like hey cop what the fuck is this shit i'm driving good don't pull me over anyway it was fine didn't get a ticket wasn't drunk and was just driving gingerly and so um, this cop is driving next to me, and I'm not going too fast, too slow. I don't even know what the speed limit is because I never know what the fucking speed limit is, right? Who the fuck ever knows what the speed limit is unless they're looking at a sign? I'm like, is it 35 maybe? I have no idea. I was on Sunset Boulevard. I don't know what the speed limit is. Speed limit on Sunset Boulevard could literally be 25 miles an hour. It could be 70 miles an hour. I have no idea. So he's driving next to me. I roll the windows down. Why? Because you know one thing about my cars to be true is I've got the fucking windows blacked out because I don't want people to see that my car happens to be on its period. Okay? But I roll down the windows because this cop needs to know that my shit isn't blacked out because if he pulls me over, I could get a ticket for my windows being blacked out. By the way, I know the OC cop is fucking listening about how my windows are tinted. Sorry. Right? I know you pulled me over and you fucking know about the bloody guts mobile and I know my window. Now you know my windows are tinted even though they were, they were open. Sorry. Right? But um, so... Uh, so this, so the windows are open and the, and the cops windows are open. So now he's driving alongside with me and I'm driving the same rate of what I think the speed limit is. And so is he, because he's a cop and he's a good guy and he's trying to obey all the laws because he's a cop, because everybody knows that cops only always obey the laws. Right? So I'm driving next to him and then I slow down because there's a red light, but he's got the right signal to go right. And I know he doesn't have to slow down because he's going right and I do have to slow down. But guess what he does? He slows down with me. So now I'm like, shit, man. What the fuck? Did the OC cop call him and say he should have given him a ticket and now he's going to do some shit with me? But he slows down and he says, hey. And I look over and it's like a 48-year-old cop or something. And we're still driving. We're not even stopped yet. And he says, just want to let you know, man, Topher from Workaholic is my favorite character dude i loved it man i've gone to see you a few times and i'm just such a huge fan and i'm like really man thanks so much i don't know if you know this but i got fans from oc to la in blue throat mobile dude but that one was eco-friendly right because i had the bloody guts but unreal dude the fucking boys in blue, back me up!
And we love it. Jesus Christ, if we have a problem with our house, we'll call them up. You know what I mean? If someone's trying to break in, we'll fucking... Dude, how fucking legit... That was legitness. Fuck yeah, dude. But let me go back to the beginning, man. I feel gratitude, dude. I really do. I feel gratitude. I know right now I'm talking about my throat mobile and shit, but... <laughs> That's... <laughs> I have ever fucking said, dude. Wow, throat mobile is fucking awesome, dude. Hop on in a throat, dude. Imagine you were single <laughs> and you were driving by a club late at night, and there were these fucking birds just trying to get in, right? <laughs> like these hens just clucking at the front door, just trying to get in, talking to the fucking security, just. Bok bakon it up, you know what I mean? Just out there fucking with just out there with the fucking troop, right? With the fucking bok bakok to the fucking security and they're checking the list, right? The dudes out there and they're just bok bakok, right? And then fucking you throw up in that fucking shit that seems underground. Oh my god. And you say, sweetheart. And they turn around, and you say, Want to take a ride in the throat mobile? And then when they go, what? You don't even hear them because you're revving it up. And then, and the back wheel's got to catch up to the front. Dude, fuck yeah, he's got the boys in blue backing him up. So let me go back, though. I do feel gratitude, right? And I know that so far this podcast has been the opposite of gratitude, but I want to tell you right now. <laughs> yes, I do feel gratitude, man, to all the people that came out in Irvine and everybody that supports me, dude. And I know, and you know, the numbers in this podcast, they keep fucking rising. And you know, I, I joke around about stacking money into a pyramid to touch the sky, but I want to let you know that you guys actually touch me in my soul. You really do. Just knowing that you're sitting there listening to me. And I know sometimes you, you either tweet out my podcast or tell people to listen to it because we're doing the cult's work, right? We're making sure that one day we will be in that tall grass sharing ideas in a log cabin and fucking, you know what I mean? Like making sure that we are this healthy, uh, living, breathing, connected cult, right? And I just, I appreciate you guys, man. I really do. I really appreciate you guys. And I appreciate all the comics that fucking came out on the shows. I had such a great time. I had a great time. Um, so that's gratitude, dude. Yeah. I really am. I really am grateful. I really am grateful that you guys, you know, are with me and you listen to this podcast and you, you listen to the new podcast, Lifeline, with my brother. And I'm grateful for my brother, dude. I love it. I love life. But who gets pulled over twice and doesn't get a ticket? You know what I'm talking about? How about this fucking Will Smith ban? Dude, this is the most hilarious fucking thing, by the way. The Will Smith ban? Like, the Will Smith... What, all right, we've talked about this already. I don't want to get too into it, right? In the last podcast I did about the fucking Will Smith smack, how Will Smith smacked Chris Rock. Yeah, it went fucking did stupid numbies, right? But it's all good. But now there's an update. Will Smith is banned from going to this this was the so he resigned from the academy right which is fine and he kind of like did the m&m and eight mile where he did the thing against him before the academy could do the thing against him you know what i'm talking about like he was like all right i'll resign and that was when m&m went up and was talking about 
the first, you know, at the end of Eight Mile when he's like, yeah, you fucked my girl, but I'm still here screaming, fuck the, fuck the world or whatever the fucking, whatever that group is called, the New World or the Free World, I can't remember. But, um, and then the guy couldn't freestyle back, right? And, uh, because there was nothing else to say and Eminem just shut him down. But that's kind of what Will Smith did by resigning from the Academy. Cause he's like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to resign and that's going to be my punishment. And if you guys are going to punish me also fine. Right. But he took the narrative and the strength right there by resigning himself from the Academy. And then the Oscars, I'm going to say this. So this is what happened. The Oscars banned him from going to the award show for 10 years. All right. Now, when I read that, I'm like, oh, he can't get an Oscar for, for 10 years and he can't, you know, be up for an Oscar for 10 years. And the answer to that is no, he can still win an Oscar. He just can't go to the award show. So I'm like, Oscars, that's not a punishment. That's a reward. He can win an Oscar and he won't, and he now won't look like a dick, not even going. Dude, going to the Oscars is the worst part of the Oscars. I have friends that have been, I have, you know, I, I've never been, obviously, even though I'm fucking a cray, even though I can knock my way out with a fucking, you know, a Jayoso. Right? I don't even need keys. I don't need that. What did you put me in here for? I'm not supposed to be in here. Oh, I thought this was Crystalia, but he seems to be British. Can you let me out? I've got, you, you got, it's a, it's a simple case of mistaken identity. Oh, well, yeah. and just act my way out, dude. Throat mobile's waiting outside. And so, uh, yeah, dude. So they said, oh, you can't come for 10 years, dude. That right at the peak of when the Oscars is the worst fucking it's ever been. At the peak of the fucking Hollywood and the Oscars is the worst it's ever been. And now they're like, yeah, you can still get nominated and get all the accolades and you can drive your price up as an actor, but you don't have to come to this fucking stupid party. Dude, that's a favor. You gave Will Smith a favor. Dude, if I was Will Smith, I'd go, oh, that's good. That's it. That's amazing. I don't have to go to this bullshit thing and watch Amy fucking Schumer host it. Fucking terrible hosts host this shit. That's the best part about uh, the thing. As a matter of fact, if I knew that that was the punishment as Will Smith, not only would I have slapped Chris Rock, I would have went down the front row and just slapped everybody. 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. How long do you guys think I'll live? Hey, 50 years just for good measure. I'm pretty healthy, huh? 60 years just for good measure. I won't live to be 130, but just in case, fucking smack Francis McDormand. 70 years just to make it just for good measure. For good measure. Just down the, ro down the rows. For good measure. For good measure. Smacking everyone. Gary Oldman, for good measure. Francis McDormand, for good measure. Brad Pitt, for good measure. The deaf guy from that show, the good measure. The guy who, the deaf guy, he wouldn't even hear it coming. You know what I mean? Wow, look at this. Let's do some misconnections. Let's do them early this time. Used to miss my married musician and lawyer. 
miss my married musician and lawyer. Well, that, that, that means one thing. That guy's unsuccessful at definitely one of those jobs. You know, you can't be, you can't be a lawyer, a, a successful lawyer and a successful musician. You know, it's just impossible. It's too hard to be really good at one of those things to be both of them. Used to meet up and I have a way with my hands and quite a mouth on me. Wow. I never made you angry. Well, that's a weird thing to fucking lead with. If this piques your interest, get back to me with news about you and your interests. Dude, I never made you angry. I guess that's like saying I'm not, I ain't mad at you, you know, meaning I like it. Oh, here's a fucking hell of a, hell of a title. Curious trumpet mates. Eh? Cur- curious trumpet player would be down to jam. Oh, so not sexual at all. Imagine you were like, fuck yeah, I'm going to suck some guy's dick. And then you show up and the guy opens the door with a trumpet and he's just like, um, and you're like, hi, yeah, I w- I'm here to get, I'm here to suck some cock. And the guy's just like, um, <laughs> um, what? Okay. Come on in. Fucking slobbing on his knobblies. <laughs> Best of both worlds, dude. Um, here's another one. Wow. So fucking, uh, nondescriptive, nondescript Burbank meetings. Eh- just Burbank meetings. That sounds like a fucking book. That would be a book of short stories that you'd have to read in fucking ninth grade. Whenever there was an urge, we used to meet at your place in Burbank. God, Burbank is a sexy goddamn place, isn't it? For real. It's so like out of LA, but also what the fuck goes on in Burbank? For those of you that don't know, Burbank is about 15 minutes away from Hollywood. And it's like a lot of families and shit, but also like guys and women who are like single that are like, that are like 40 and like people live there because they can't afford it in, in Hollywood. And it's like, what are they doing? I bet the underbelly of fucking Burbank is just absolutely, they got to do a lot of math. I don't know if it's math or what, but whenever there was an urge, we used to meet at your place in Burbank. I always lubricated your tools. Wow. Haven't heard from you in over a year. You had a couple of dogs, if I remember correctly. Hit me up. I mean, how long ago was it? How do you not remember? I have a bad memory. Did I write this? Hit me up and I will be happy to bring WD-40 to loosen your rusted nuts and bolts. You know, dude, just say it. Or don't. We get it already, you know? You don't really need to add the WD-40 part. It got so specific. It's like an R&B song. Like so specific. R&B got so specific. I want to put my outsides on your insides. Like, I, that would for sure be. Is that, how is that not an R&B song by D'Angelo? I want to put my outsides on your insides, baby. I want to put my fucking outside. I want to put the outside of my cock in the inside of your pussy. Just, oh my God. Dude, <laughs> this part, and I'll be happy to bring my WD-40 to loosen your rusted nuts and bolts. It's just shitty to call them rusted. Here's another one. O-Cereal, Glendora. Have you tried O's cereal? Free your mind. Wow. Wow. Wow already. It will bring you to the edge again and again until the final X. O. Oh. Explosion, but it's spelled E X L P O S H U N. Explosion. That's like how Calvin would say. 
explosion. Feel the vibe and let your journey to new flavor sensations begin. Dude, this guy fucking sucks. Let me show you the way. Just relax and let sensation take you away, sensation. I'll do all the work while you enjoy. The cereal is for women. This is like Morpheus retired and became a fucking perv. The cereal. <laughs> Dude, at the end. <laughs> this cereal is for women only. <laughs> Dude, just dudes showing up with a trumpet. Hey, I'm here for trumpet lessons and also that cereal. No, it's for women only, and you didn't get my thing about the trumpet. I wanted to suck cock. Dude, have you tried O's cereal? Free your mind. It will bring you to the edge again and again until the final explosion. Feel the vibe and let your journey to new flavors. Why is flavor? I guess you're sucking. Oh, yeah, because you're eating the cereal. Flavor sensations begin. Let me show you the way. Just relax. This is Morpheus, dude. Let me show you the way. Just relax and let the sensation take you away. I'll do the work while you enjoy. The cereal is for women only. But these are good, dude. Female college student. I'm looking for an adventurous female, 18 to 22, who would like to earn an easy 50 bucks by selling me the panties you're wearing. Meet up at public location for exchange. Okay, perv. Um, here's another one. I saw you. It's great. That mom, grandmom, auntie. I saw you and I want to get to know more of you. Let's get together and stoke those fires between those legs. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you know? Stoke. Stoke those fires between those legs. Dude, so fucking, I love how he says those twice to put himself at a distance from him. You know what I mean? Like, what a creep. Let's stoke those fires between those legs. Eh, sir, dad died early. Dude, one thing you know about this guy is dad died before fucking seven years old. You don't grow up that fucked up and put sex at an arm's length by saying those fires between those legs unless your dad died before he won seven. Hanka chops. Wow. Whatever. It's what it is. I'm going to go pee. I'll be right back. Oh, dude, my son uh, was like missed the na- a nap yesterday, and it fucked him up completely. The, the, although he's never fucked up his sleeping pattern really, and he missed a nap the other day, and then all of a sudden at like seven thirty, usually go, usually goes to bed at like eight, but he went to bed at, but like seven fifteen, he was like eating turkey mustard, which is his favorite thing to eat. He's always just like tomato, tomato, and I'm just like fucking. He said it so many times. How come he can't say turkey mustard yet? But he says, and he was eating it. And then all of a sudden he goes, Peppa Pig? Like he fucking loves Peppa Pig, dude. The guy loves Peppa Pig. And I'm a little bit like, what? can we watch Paw Patrol? You know what I mean? Because like you're a dude, but also I don't want to be that kind of overbearing. Like, dude, if my son is just going to fucking like chick shows and he's going to like chick shows and you know what? That's fucking fine. Okay. So he's watching, he's like, Peppa Pig, Peppa Pig. And then so I'm like, all right, well, we're not going to watch Peppa Pig, right? Because I had to watch something to see a cut of something that I was going to put out. And he was like, I don't watch Peppa Pig. And then I was like, hey, Calvin, look at me. And he looks at me with turkey mustard all over his face. And I said, 
we're actually not going to watch Peppa Pig right now. And he goes like this, Peppa Pig, and just starts crying, right? And Kristen's like, oh, you got to go to bed, right? And, he, and I said, do you want to go to your big boy bed? Because that's what we call it now because he doesn't have the crib. He's got that front exposed. And I said, you want to go to your big boy bed? And he goes like this, yeah, big boy bed. And so it was so cute. So we took him up and he went to bed. And then I'm fucking, I'm down in my, um, you know, we get the nanit on our phone and the phone like will alert us when Calvin wakes up. But Kristen's upstairs trying to go to sleep and I'm downstairs watching some crazy like uh, un- unsolved mysteries type shit. Like of people who like something from the Black Dahlia, and then another dude who tried to kill somebody in in uh, New Orleans. Like it was like a series or something on Hulu. I watch Hulu because Netflix cut me out of a bunch of shit. And so I was watching that downstairs, and all of a sudden, above the fucking um, above me, which is Calvin's room, I hear gong 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 gong, gong and I'm like, "Is the Black Dahlia upstairs?" And I'm all, you know, I know it's not, but I'm scared, right? So I look in the Nana, I look in the Nana. It didn't alert me, but I look in the Nana. And Calvin's just like, uh. and he's crying. I'm like, this motherfucker, what's up with his sleep? So I walk into the room. I, you know, he's been crying for like 20, 30 minutes now. So I walk into the room and I say, hey, buddy. And he goes, da, da. And I'm like, oh, come here. And I sit down next to the fucking crib and I look at him, not the crib, the big boy bed. And I look at him and he says, and I say, do you want to go see peace again? Do you want to lay down? And he goes like this, yeah. <laughs> and he goes and he goes to lay down. And then he pops right back up and he goes, I don't know. And I say, do you want to go to mama, dad, dad's bed? And he just goes like this. Ah! <laughs> and falls on me. And I grab him. I say, okay. And I bring him in. And in the meantime, Kristen has no idea. And I bring him in. And she's looking at me and I say, hey, mama. And she says, oh my God, what's going on? I said, Calvin's not not going to sleep. He's crying and shit. And she's like, oh, how come the Nana didn't alert us? I said, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with the Black Dahlia, but let's bring him in the bed. So we bring him in the bed. And he stayed with us for like a fucking hour until Kristen was like, hey. I said, yeah. She said, can you bring him back? I can't sleep. And I brought him back and then he fucking stayed in the bed and he passed the fuck out, dude. And it was so sweet, man. Because I was laying with him and he was just looking at me. And when I was looking at him, looking at me, he looked like me so fucking much because he was just like staring and I was staring back. And I was looking at him and I was like, fuck, he looks like me, dude. And then I was thinking, I probably look like me even more than that, like right now, because I'm doing the same eyes thing. Like he looked at me so much, but I fucking trumped him with how much he looked like me that I fucking was like, you know, and I was like, how much do we both look like each other right now? And it was so cute, man. And then he just goes like this for no reason and points to the ceiling. And then I like put my hand on him and then he goes like this to my hand and takes my hand off it. And I'm like, okay, okay. What the fuck does he want? You know, but it was a beautiful thing, man. I love having a son. I love having this fucking, this baby. So, so awesome. And then he was in the other room and I said today, I was like, Calvin, come here, Calvin, come here. And I said, what are you doing? And he's like, playing with the yacht, dad, playing with the water. I said, well, come here, show me. And then Crystal was like, I don't think he wants to come. Boiling rage, all good, but boiling rage. But she's right though, because I shouldn't force him to do anything, but also boiling rage, right? Boiling rage because my dad would have been like, yeah, but fucking, I want him to come here and I'm his dad. So boiling rage, but also deep-seated issues with my dad, but also boiling rage because a woman's telling me what to do right. So, so many boiling rages going on, but it's fine. I let it go. Gratitude. I've got a throat mobile and it's all good. So um, let's look at this clip. This clip was sent to me in my Discord so many freaking times that it's unbelievable. 
The Discord on my Patreon sent me this link a lot. I get a lot of messages that want me to watch this video on my Patreon. And I think I've seen it before. This guy's getting arrested. Just assured me that I could speak. Sit down inside the car. Oh, so Australian. Sit down inside the car. Speaking in rewind. Sit down inside the car. You bloss nice nigga. On kajams. Dude, what is this guy getting arrested for? Do you know? Okay, tell me after. Look, I'm under what? I mean, knows damn well. But the only thing that comes fucking after under is either water or arrest. And this guy says, I'm under what? You're under arrest? A bunch of cops. <laughs> I love when guys get so cloudy in their head because of anger that they don't know what they're saying. Like when Chris Rock got smacked by Will Smith and he said, we're here to present a documentary. Um, I'm under what? Gentlemen. Oh. This is democracy manifest. Oh, dude, to actually not be in a play and roll your R's like that and not be Spanish is unreal. This is democracy. After that, they should have gave him extra years, for real. That's so cock to do that. This is democracy. Dude, what is this, a fucking Christmas carol? Are you Scrooge? Have a look at the headlock here. Worst fucking... Tutorial video. They get your hand off my penis. Oh, my dude. Uh, cop grabbing a feel. Get your hand off my penis. <laughs> dude. Uh, wow. You know, definitely didn't honk his dick. Cop just down there. Yeah, get him in the car. Get him in the fucking car. Get him in the car. Get him in the car. Come on, get him in the car. Come on, man. Get him in the car. The bike who got me on the penis. Before. Got me on the penis, dude. Oh, it got me. Oh, it just got me on the penis. Oh, yeah, that just got cop. Just got me on the penis. See that chap over there? He got your hand off my penis. This is the bike who got me on the penis, people. Singing, dude. A musical. This is the man that got me on the penis. Singing, dude. Why is he? Receive manifest. Have a look at the headlock here. See Not that chap over there? He get your hand off my penis. This is the bike who got me on the penis before. <laughs> Why did you do this to me? For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? <laughs> dude, singing. What is the charge? Eating a male, a succulent Chinese male. He just crowd my penis, people. Oh, that's a nice headlock, sir. Oh, oh how much did he get the worst uh, breath? I see that you know your judo well. Singing. Good one. Not judo, you, dude. Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? Now get your hands <laughs> Dude, so proper. Well, how, he's getting, how he's going in. I mean, how come... How come nobody is laughing? How is that possible? 
Get your hands off my penis. I mean, this is fucking naked gun. Are you in there waiting to receive my limp penis? I was eating a succulent jet. There's so many fucking adjectives that are like, you know, dude. He also, how strong was he? 19 cops. That guy, what was he on? Fucking PCP? Get your hands off my lamp. What, what, what was he getting arrested for? He would dine and dash? Wow, fucking really taking a stand. What's the charge? <laughs> Bro, who is this guy? This guy for sure. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Do you know who the guy is? I want to fucking be best friends with the guy. Obviously, he's dead because this was a while ago. But I want to be this guy's best friend. <laughs> Dude, how much melody was in that fucking... Oh, my God. This guy for sure did so many plays. Dining and dashing, you know? Could you just assure me that I could speak? Sit down inside the car. Sit down inside the car. I'm under what? Wow, dude. Gentlemen, this is democracy. Fucking Sean Connery. Sean Connery. See that chap over there? Get your hand off my penis! Sean Connery in an orgy. Why did you do this? Get some cups. Get some cups. What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese. What if that was the charge, sir? You stand before the court charged with eating a succulent Chinese meal. (laughs) Throw the book at him. No more eating succulent Chinese meals in Australia, sir. Your bail will be the district attorney receiving your limp penis. Eating a succulent Chinese meal. Hey, guys, that's the end of the episode on YouTube. If you want to go catch the rest of the episode, the uncut episode, go to uh, patreon.com slash And you can also get the backlogged episodes. There's like 13 of them by now. Uh, you can go listen to those. You can go binge those. Congratulations uh, at patreon.com slash And we also have the segments that we do of review mode. Did some hot ones recently. And also you get behind the scenes footage of the With Chris videos. You know our Patreon is pumping out uh, content, and we also got the discount, uh, the uh, the Discord where we chat and stuff every now and then. Anyway, guys, you guys are great. Either way, love you.